Ladies and gentlemen, it's my pleasure to welcome you all back to Talking Numbers Investment Plus. It's our new podcast series, a part of the Talking Numbers podcast series where uh, a few weeks ago we brought you Talking Numbers Property Plus and today we are bringing you Talking Numbers Investment Plus. If you're joining us for the first time and you've maybe missed the first two episodes, my name is Paul Jantz. You've got the ability to go back, check out our first episode, which was on retirement. Our second episode, we spoke about self-managed super funds. And today, before we get into that, we're going to talk about asset protection and assets and so on. But we're brought to you by Virtual Financial, which is making financial advice affordable to all Australians. I have their CEO and founder, Adam Besserovic. Adam, welcome back to Investment Plus, our podcast series. How are you, mate? Excellent, Paul. Thanks, mate. That's good. Good to have you back. How's things up in Brisbane? Lovely. Weather's beautiful. Very nice. <laughs> yes. Uh, we've got a bit of a rainy day here, although we are in spring and, you know, the outlooks is always good. As you get into September, it's always going to get closer to summer. So being yeah. in Melbourne, it's always good to get out of the cold. Um, mate, before we get into episode three, you okay to take us through, you know, I, I sort of mentioned before your, your tagline for the company. Uh, I know it's a really important one and the market are really responding and resonating really well with that. Are you okay to take us through that just to give everyone, all of our listeners a little bit more, probably yeah. why you chose that? Yeah, look, at the end of the day, um, I suppose my background is I, I, I you know, started as an accountant. Um, you know, I, I came from a family that, you know, did it pretty tough back in Melbourne, um, grew up the hard way. So I've always been that, I suppose, that sort of person that's always wanted to help people. That's why I got into financial advice. And what I've seen in the industry, what's happened with the government, with the Royal Commission and everything else, it's really making it difficult for people to get financial advice. So so what I want to try and do is make financial advice affordable for all Australians. And and so we're really trying hard to uh, do these events, do the webinars, the podcasts, give give our clients and, 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 and other people information to try and help them along the way. Because uh, we, we believe financial advice is really important and it makes a massive difference. Yeah, well said, and I, I couldn't agree more. And I think the that's the number one deterrent. I think the fact is that it it becomes quite costly. So you look at the way whether it's interest rates rising, whether it's cost of living, whether it's petrol, uh, the excise is about to get dropped off. So therefore, you know, petrol is going to go probably up to two dollars thirty, two dollars forty again. Yeah, the, these are all the things that that stop people from getting the right advice because it's it's sometimes out of reach, and you go, well, if I need to cut something out because I need to put food on the table, I probably won't get the financial advice. But having said that, you've built a fantastic model that provides all Australians with the ability to get financial advice. Yeah, exactly. It's very important. Brilliant. Mate, we spoke about, um, we spoke about uh, retirement, uh, the importance of having assets, income. Then we went through the self-managed super fund as a really good, option to maybe an industry fund or a retail fund let's get into assets you know let's get into obviously you know whether it's our you know the number one asset's probably our family home we all love to buy our family home um, i mentioned in the last episode about you know with my three boys and i did it with my dad from a very young age we 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 play a lot of monopoly so therefore we're already thinking about property and i think that's the great thing that it allows my boys to think about is property but when we've got our assets um, tell me, tell me why we, we would protect them to start off with. Yeah, look, it's very important. You know, like, uh, I think, you know, 
you see all the time on the internet, on Facebook, you know, GoFundMe pages. Um, and, you know, it's really sad, you know, because, you know, as you said, you know, people, everyone, not everyone, but most people buy property and have a home. But normally on the other side of the equation, they also have a debt. And, you know, 12% of bankruptcies are from people getting sick or dying where they can't afford to keep paying their, for their asset. Um, and there's nothing worse than if you, you know, uh, if you're uh, married or whatever and you've got kids, you know, uh, and we've seen it a number of occasions with, with I've seen a number of occasions with my friends and, and, and family and so forth where they've had uh, wife and kids and unfortunately passed away and left debts and no income and made life really, really terrible for the other for the other party. So, you know, for a cup of coffee a day, you can probably cover all of that in regards to life cover, you know. So just taking out one would, would give you enough money to probably pay out your home loan. I'm not sure why people wouldn't do that. Um, and, and plus, you can also have it paid for uh, through your super. So uh, protecting uh, protecting your assets and protecting um, what you have and uh for a day, you know, no one likes to think about dying or getting sick or getting cancer or having a heart attack, but I can assure you um, it happens all the time. And if you don't believe me, just go for a walk to the hospital. Yeah, it's very true, very true. And I think I think sometimes people forget about that. The fact is, yeah, we, we, we might own a $2 million home, but we might have a million-dollar debt. And yeah. I think in that, in that instant that you just said then, it sort of resonated very much with me to say, well, so, so you're saying that you can cover yourself or um, all of us can cover ourselves that mm. in, in case of death, that that debt is paid out. Correct. Yeah. I mean, the debt should be cleared you know, by the person that created. So if that, something happens to them, they should be able to clear that debt. And, uh, you know, uh, we've seen it firsthand with um, clients where we have looked after our clients, where their clients have got advice, you know, one in, one in 10 that got advice. Uh, where, you know, the husband's unfortunately died, you know, and, you know, uh, we've handed over a cheque for $2 million, you know, where, you know, it's given the wife, she's able to bring up the kids, have no debts, uh, send the kids to private schools and still have a, have a, um, a life, even though obviously she's lost her husband, which is terrible. And um, obviously we can't do anything about the emotional side, but at least from the, from the I suppose, the financial side, you don't want to have two problems. You don't want to have the emotional side and the financial side. That's real chaos. Um, you really want to be in a position where you only have, you know, the emotional side and obviously the financial side's um, all looked up. We've had a number of clients, you know, where this has happened to and where we've paid out millions of dollars. So um, the companies pay out. Like once you've got a death certificate, they just basically the following day, the money's in your bank account. Wow. Okay. And look, that's 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 a probably a a really big one, isn't it? Because you, you just said then the, the emotional stress that you'd be going through at that time, you want to make sure that there's not another stress that's involved when the bank comes knocking on the door, that you've got actual insurances to cover that. Yeah, it makes, I've seen it, you know, a dozen times where it's made a massive difference to people's lives. Can um, imagine. You know, so it, it does, it, and I still, <clears throat> still can't understand why, you know, more people don't have, Again, I think it comes back to what I said in one of the other episodes is taking that one day a year to make sure your financial affairs are in order. And one of those should be, even if you are with an industry fund or whatever it might be, you know, you need to ask the question, do I have enough money to paddle the debts if something happened to me? Um, is my wife or is my husband going to be looked after? You know, so it gets back to that one day a year where, you, you know, if you don't see an advisor, 
you 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 know you, you've got to be held responsible. You know, um, our strip line is it starts with you. So you know, it starts with you. you you've got to make an effort. What a great piece of advice that is. So if you missed our previous episodes, one of the things that Adam and I spoke about was the ability to take some time out, uh, whether you're doing that with your partner, husband, wife, whatever it may be, and whether it's half a day or a full day and going assess all the things that you want to plan for in the future and tick the boxes, I suppose. Um, on Adam's website, he has the ability for a five minute, it's a, it's a complimentary five minute health check. And I'm pretty sure it covers things like this as well, doesn't it, Adam? Yeah, it certainly does. It goes through all the insurance questions. So it, it gives you a rating um, on how, on, you know, on a scale of, you know, one to 10, how, how, how you're going for your insurances. Are you on track or do you need some help? Okay, so it's important that, you know, some of the key things that we just spoke about then was, again, taking that time to, to look at that, do it together, the five-minute health check is probably probably one of the most important things you can do and do it annually. Do it half yearly if you want to because it gives you a trigger. What I like doing is, um, and we spoke about this in, in the previous episodes, is um, do it annually. You, the, the, the great part of what we've got is we've got the start of a calendar year, we've got the start of a financial year. Okay, so they should be two trigger points. Typically, they could be two holiday times as well just stop and start assessing all of those key things in your life. And I'll guarantee you they bring clarity to what you should be thinking about as well. And I think that's one of the great things. Um, mate, let's talk about the, the, again, we spoke about the, the protecting of the assets, um, the five minute health checks, the other insurances that come into play. Look, I, I see this as all as I'll call it risk management and how we can also, you know, because if something happens to me, I also want to, I want to secure the future for my children, my three boys. Um, mm. That's something that people need to think about, isn't it? No, it certainly is, mate. Yeah, that certainly is. And that's where, again, on the flip side, let's talk about because we've 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 given everyone, we've given all of our listeners a good idea of maybe what to do, and obviously covering that debt. On the flip side, what happens if you're not protected? What could happen? Yeah, well, Paul, as I said before, I mean, you know, 12% of bankruptcies come from people not being able to pay their mortgage because of sickness, right? So um, so obviously you could lose your home. Um, it's going to affect your retirement savings. You know, it's going to protect your retirement savings. So obviously if you can't work for a couple of years, it's going to make a big dent in regards to what you're going to have in super. Um, you know, so it, it does make a big, you know, um, like income, income protection, for example, is tax deductible. Can also be paid for through super, but if you pay for it yourself, it's tax deductible, and and you know that's going to protect your income for you know to age sixty five if you get the right cover, um, and and having you know trauma cover in place, uh, which you know is a cover we used for that protects against cancer, heart attack, and stroke, uh, gives you a lump sum, and then obviously having the life and TPD in place for your super. So um, it's it's really important, you know. So if you don't have those insurances in place. Uh, and something happens and you get sick, well, you know, obviously, basically you're self-insured. So you're self-insured. You then need to go to family and friends and, and ask for money and, mm. and ask them to defer your payments. Um, and, you know, I have unfortunately seen this happen to people. Uh, and it's not it's not pretty when someone dies, they just leave nothing behind. Um, it's, you know, 
and I've seen it where people have actually physically cancelled their insurances because they, they didn't, want to, didn't want to pay eight hundred dollars a year, but now they're not here. It's costing you know their their family. Uh, yeah, it, it it really it just about ruins a family. So yeah, I can imagine. Having insurance, having insurance in place is just so important. I mean, insurance companies pay out billions of dollars a year, billions. Uh, I, I know there's kind of a myth around that people think that insurance companies don't pay, but it's totally untrue. If you've got the definition of whatever's happened, you will get paid. Um, I mean, the death one's easy. You death certificate, they pay you. Um, you know, and income cover, you know, as long as you don't know from your doctor to say, hey, you can't work, you know, you'll be covered. So um, insurance companies pay out billions and billions of dollars you know, um, a year, and you know, and, and and there's a reason for that. People are getting sick. Um, yeah, that's exactly uh, right. And, and what what really interests me too is for all listeners is that um, the insurance companies that we use, not all, but the insurance companies we use, all protect against coronavirus. So you know, if you died during coronavirus or couldn't work for six or twelve months, you would have been covered under under our policies. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, it is interesting. Now you, yeah. Absolutely. Well, th- this is the thing, I suppose. Um, you know, whether it's coronavirus, uh, it's 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 led to even you know whether it's and I know our our unemployment rate is an all time low. So work, but if you're sick and you can't work, well, then you've got challenges. So you spoke about income protection before. So let's maybe take a deeper dive into that because I've got a lot of friends that are you know they're around that thirty five forty mark and they they you know they. They probably think that they're um, Superman, Iron Man, yeah. and yeah. yeah, that's right. They're, they're bulletproof, and, and they, you know, we often have these interesting discussions, whether it be around wills, and I know we'll talk about that soon as well. But we also talk about income protection because no one knew COVID nineteen was going to hit us. No one knew. No, no one still knows the after effects of any of that. So, you know, a forty year old why would I look to have income protection is the question that I get asked a lot. And it's like, interesting. What's your, what's your answer to that? Well, first of all, I think it's really interesting that um, if, if you follow the, uh, the Royal Commission the, uh, under the insurances, is that um, insurance companies were losing up to f- two to $3 billion a year paying out income protection insurances. So, so it's not like no one's not getting paid. Um, there's not like no one's getting sick. Um, and as we know, um, you know, yeah, you could be bulletproof, uh, but you know, and we had a client who 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 had uh, insurances with us, and you know, six foot two, ninety kilos, you know, forty year old, ex rugby player, strong as an ox, and uh, anyway, had to had to go to hospital, have free stents put in his heart. Um, so you know, he thought he was bulletproof as well, but luckily we had some insurance for him, so we we're able to help him. But you know, um, you know, heart attacks, cancer, strokes, all these sort of things. You know, unfortunately, sometimes it doesn't matter, or any other disease for that matter. It doesn't yeah. matter. How, it doesn't matter how well you look after yourself. Obviously, it definitely helps. Um, you know, I, I exercise myself and run, and, and I ran my first marathon this year. But um, you know, to try to try and stay healthy. Uh, but, it, but there's yes. no guarantee. There's no guarantee. You know. Um, no, there is. And and I think you know, for someone who's forty, what I say to clients is, you know. If, if you could just pay 1% or 2% of your wage and know that you're always going to receive that wage till 65, would you do it? And they normally say, yeah, I probably would. And it's tax deductible. Um, that's all it costs. You know, it's a couple of percent of your wage to protect your income for the rest of your life. Now, if you're only, if you're only 40 years old, and let's just say you're $100,000 a year, uh, you, you know, you cover to age 65, 
Well, you know, that's that's 25 years. That's Without without indexation, that's $2.5 million. So at the moment, that guy who's bulletproof is risking $2.5 million. If you include indexation, it's probably about $4 million. He's, he's risking $4 million hoping that he doesn't get sick. So if he did get sick tomorrow and he couldn't work for the rest of his life, he's just thrown $4 million down the gurgler. Whereas if he had, a, had the insurance in place, he, you know, or what I say to clients, when we do the plan for them, we do the retirement plan, which we spoke about in the other episode, the only thing that's going to stop this is if we're not going to achieve this is if we don't have income coming in. So we need to protect the income. So very protect true. the income, we know that your retirement goals are always going to be achieved. Otherwise, otherwise it's counterproductive, isn't it? Yeah. So, you know, why, you know, people don't have income protection in place is, is, uh, is beyond me. Yeah. And does it typically cover the full wage? No. So it covers, um, there's been changes to income protection at the moment. So uh, because I've been losing so much money, they've, they've made some changes to it, but it's, but it's still a good policy. So it covers up to 70% of, of your salary. Okay. Yep. Um, so it's still beneficial. And, um, and as I said, it's still tax deductible if you pay for it yourself. So it's not going to cover all your wage, but it's going to cover a, a, good, a good chunk of your wage anyway. Uh, to, so to if you're help. on $100,000 a year, it'll cover 70000 Correct, yeah. And then you can also you can also top it up for super as well for some of the companies. So then you get another ten percent. So really you can cover 80,000 80, really. You know, so um, so you know, that's one of the things we do for our clients as well. So yeah, really important. Um, you know, I wouldn't I think that's the number one thing I say to our clients is, you know, income covers the number the number one thing you should have in place, then the second thing would be life cover to make sure your debts are paid out. Yep. No, it's a good point. And it's a, it's a, as a part of that, just to carry on that conversation where, where I'm with friends, I suppose, I always ask them, um, do you own a car? It's like, yeah. Well, do you have car insurance? Yes. Do, do you own a home? Yes. Do you have home insurance? Yes. So there's, they're, they're ticking boxes there. Well, if you've got assets, why aren't you protecting the most important assets to protect your family? Well, you know, Paul, funny, uh, Commonwealth Bank, actually did a survey on this um, a few years back and um, I haven't got the exact stat in front of me, but basically car insurance on average, the average car claim is $5,000. So you're paying all that car insurance and on average, you only get a payout of five grand. Income protection, you know, as we just said before, you, your payout could be 2.5 million. So, you know, um, the, like, you know, people won't reverse, it, it amazes me, people won't reverse out of their driveway without car insurance. Which, yeah which theoretically is only going to save them five grand. However, they'll reverse their driveway knowing they've got no income cover and they might risk $4 million. So it's, it, doesn't make any, it doesn't make sense. And that's what the Commonwealth Bank come up with, you know, um, Commonshore. They, they had the same theory. Yes. Now yes, yes, yes. people will go out of their way to have car insurance, uh, which might protect them five grand, whereas income cover, they don't care about and – it could cost them anywhere between one and four million dollars. Phenomenal statistics, and then look that—that's the reason why that I suppose we're we're actually chatting about this to to educate people to say that's right. Go and have a look at this. Go and have a look at that, and more importantly, go and do the five-minute health check on the virtual financial website. Click on that, run through it. It, it, it takes five minutes, and you know what? then it might show you some areas of deficiency that need the advice to top up. And that's the great part about it. Mate, um, as we look to wrap up this particular episode, number three, as we talk about protecting our assets, final piece of advice. What do you think um, before we go into our next episode? What's, what, what's your final piece of advice on this? 
Oh, look, I think the most important bit of advice I can give is to, you know, again, take that one day off, make sure you've got the right insurances in place, do the five-minute questionnaire, and just find out exactly what you need. I mean, the number one thing you've got to have is income cover. If you don't have income cover, you know, whether you do it through virtual financial or you do it through uh, an insurance company, just, just go and get it done. Um, you know, bring up your industry fund or whoever it might be and, and just get the income cover in place. Because one interesting thing is that the industry funds uh, don't necessarily just offer you that that, that income cover um, or they have restricted um, kind of cover where it only goes for two years rather than to age 65. So um, find out what they've got, but you're better off having something in place rather than nothing. True, true. So the idea is have income protection in place. And we spoke about this when we were talking about retirement in our first episode, which, which was, you know, retirement is till 65. I think you mentioned till 67. So you can have your income protection running while you're working to protect that income. And all those statistics that Adam just mentioned, this is the beauty of this particular podcast. Yes, it's here to educate. Yes, it's free advice, but go back because I think there's so many valid points that Adam has shared over the last 25 minutes. It's just critical to, to actually go back and go, right, did I know that? Did I not know that? I'll write that down. Let me chat to my financial advisor. If I don't have a financial advisor, go and jump on the virtual financial, um, sorry, sorry, the virtual financial website, do the five minute health check, check in with Adam if you want to, and just have a chat to him. And that's the great part about what this is about. It's about education. And we're hopefully educating all of you to, to take the proactive steps as opposed to the reactive and do nothing. And then you can find yourself and your family in a lot of trouble down the track. So mate, um, just a brilliant piece of advice and thank you. Before we, before I let you go, what are we talking about next? Episode four? Uh, episode four, we're going to be talking about superannuation, different super funds. Good, good. It's something that we all have. It's something that, um, our employers as a part of our um, as, as a part of working we just spoke about our income as a part of our salary package we all get allocated I think it's just gone to is it ten point five percent yes mate ten point five beautiful so we've just gone from I think it's increased from the from the sevens to the eights to the nines to the tens and now it's ten point five percent from one July um, so we're going to talk about that and we're going to go into a little bit more detail about the options available to you so that's going to be good adam thank you again for joining me today it's again our new exciting talking numbers investment plus series it's our educational series of talking numbers that continues to provide all you guys out there listening to this just education content and hopefully it brings continued value which is really really important from us to you so thanks for joining us and we hope you enjoy the rest of your day look out for our next episode of talking numbers investment plus Thanks, Adam. Thanks, mate.